0: mm Me uh, that if I ever got a chance, I should watch uh, Stepfather Two, and I'm just about uh, three quarters of the way through it right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, maybe it's better to watch in ten minute increments. I don't know, but Terry O'Quinn is it was amazing though. Just a great guy to work with. Love him. Yeah. Love, him, love
0: him. Oh, and he's so good. Uh, oh my god. My god, you've been busy. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, you have you know, the move to Nashville and uh, all that stuff. Wonderful, That's yeah. Awesome to have you so close, I mean that that means that just doubles my uh, resolve to uh, to make another movie around here. So uh,
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: I it's I know funny. I've got a a great collaborator uh, two hours away.
0: There you go. There you go. Um, you, you know, I've always been a fan of your crazy work. Uh, <laughs> Can I can I talk to him about something before we get into reminiscing? Hey Jeff, do you mind if uh, TJ uh, fan fan uh, fans out a little bit? No, well, I mean, I mean, no,
1: I mean, I'm I'm very open. Whatever you want to know, I'll try and and tell you as best as best
0: of my recollection. So I am a '90s baby, and by as such, I am a huge fan of Japanese Americanized uh, television. And
1: oh my God! You did oh, three episodes
0: <laughs> of something that really affected my childhood called Big Bad Beetleborgs.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes,
0: yes. Can okay. You- well, here's the thing. I, w- I was a huge
1: fan of, when I was probably the age you saw Beetleborgs. I was a huge fan of Ultraman, so it's it's kind of the same thing, and in, in some in some ways. Um, but yeah, Beetleborgs was a uh, I'll tell you a little I think a little funny story um, um, Lance Robbins who was uh, a, a guy that worked at uh, Fox uh, Kids um, somebody introduced me to him or whatever and he goes uh, okay well we want you to direct something for us and um, it's going to either be Sweet Valley High or this new <laughs> show called <laughs> Peephead Beetleboards and so I go to the set of Sweet Valley High to I guess yeah, they 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 have me meet the producer over there, and the producer has wired the soundstage to his office so he could hear everything that went on in the soundstage. Oh, they
0: super <laughs> creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And periodically during the meeting I had with him, he would like shout uh, down to the sound stage, Well, what's taking so wrong? Cue the shot, dude. I'm <laughs> going, <laughs> Man, this doesn't seem like a greatest show to work on. Even though I thought at the time I wanted to do that show more because it was a different kind of show than I'd ever than or a different kind of, you know, film or whatever that I'd ever done. Right. So so basically I, I, I mean just there, I guess there wasn't Chemistry, quote unquote, in that meeting. So I got, I got bounced (laughs) to uh, pick that fetal in, uh, uh, Santa Clarita, California. So, uh, it was, it was, I'll I'll say uh, one thing that's an absolute truth about that show. Uh, when a director came on, you would do three episodes in 11 days. They called it a cluster. So you can imagine what <laughs> became, and uh, so so the thing was, every director, uh, and I remember there was uh, Gabe Torres and uh, John Punch and a few, a few other guys um, that were directing. Uh, every director lost their voice uh, sometime during that eleven days because <laughs> you, the three kids, the three leads, they would, as soon as you called cut, they would. Sammoose and 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 just be lost in in various uh, corners of the soundstage, so you'd have to tell them individually what the next shot was, what this was, what that was. Then their parent, their their the stage mothers would come in, and and they would go, well, Herbie's not getting enough (laughs) closeups. You have to to explain. (laughs) You have to explain to her about that. Then the, the 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 the. the little kid, the female kid, the girl, her her father would come and, and complain that she wasn't getting enough screen time, at all. and so it was just you would be talking endlessly, and, <laughs> and 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 you'd end up. I think every director lost their voice about halfway through the uh, the cluster.
0: Stage parents, man, I, I gotta tell you, I, I just they they it, it it amazed me how much they were all exactly alike, right? I mean, I mean, more often than not, yes, right. I mean, that is very true. Very true. Absolutely insane, uh, completely, uh, and usually a lot more interested in their kids' career than the kids ever are.
1: No, exactly. That, that's 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 the real honesty. <laughs> but but I, I must say the the producer of that show, a guy named Bob Hughes, Robert Hughes, who yeah. had directed a movie called Hunter's Blood, to start of a friend of mine, Clue Gulager. Um, he was a, he was a total, uh, very rare, a producer that was very honest and very wanted to help you. He and was. so, so it was a good, it was a good experience. Um, for me, I mean, I mean, it, ultimately it was, and, um, Jim Mathers uh, was the cameraman and he really held the show together. And, um, he was, he was another terrific guy to work with. So, um, and, and the house monsters, they were all great in their own way,
0: you know.
1: Um, so, so so I have a I have a, a fond memory of that show, uh, even though I mean it's one of those things where it's like, huh? I mean, in terms of the concept, it was like what? <laughs> I mean, <you> know, <laughs> it it makes no sense, and, and that's okay, I guess. But but the but, but the but the Japanese model work was. Man, it was very cool. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 I, but it's like, it's it's funny, the reason that show, pretty much the reason that show, it, it kind of morphed into Beetleborg Vitalics the next year. But the reason the show didn't go longer was the toys didn't sell as as well as they wanted. So it was right. all about the merchandise. Well, which which all, I guess, right. you know, which every kid's TV show is on some level, but... Uh, but anyway, it was, it was it was a fun, fun thing to make. And the one episode I kind of that I, I haven't seen him in so many years, but the one episode I was, I was proud of, quote unquote, was, um, uh, I think it's called, well, there were two, there was Space Case and Fangs over Charterville. And uh, <laughs> there were, I remember, I remember there, were, there were a couple shots in each one that, that I, that I kind of, was kind of proud of to, to slip in among the the more obvious stuff but um but it was, it was, a, it, was a, it was a fun show even though it made no sense
0: at all <laughs> I, I I did it I did um the uh interior of the spaceship for the la version of Ultraman. along oh, with oh
1: wow you know, that King King Wilder did the except so was it in
0: the late 90s early 90s or something right in the early 90s with Aaron Aaron Osborne and I uh oh okay. Aaron Osborne sure I, I remember him from full moon
1: days because you sure. get the uh, uh monster the Five Geek monster movie exactly
0: Aaron Osborne and I were uh, were hired to uh build uh the 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 interior of the uh, of the spaceship when they had that that segment that went um that you know went to LA right okay and and, and and I'm telling you something. The, the funny thing was that the crew came on and it was literally in the most postage stamp postage stamp size stage I'd ever seen in my life. I mean it was it it was like literally the size of a really long bedroom, right? And we had to put okay. it in there and we had put it in and when the crew came in, they brought a crew in. Half half the crew was Japanese. Half the crew was American. They brought all the uh, guys. They brought some of the guys over that were um, that were bilingual, right? And and at the same time that the American crew was saying, "We've never worked on a stage so small before," the Japanese crew was saying that that their stage that this was like. Uh, Ten times as big as the stage that they were actually filming. <laughs> right in, in Japan, oh. I thought that's hilarious. <laughs> oh man!
1: So, but I Ultra Ultraman. I did the uh, the you know, the '67 version or whatever. Uh, I just have such fond memories of that show. I lo- loved it. Loved it. Oh, I was, oh yeah. God, I was a big a big Godzilla fan when I was a kid. And
0: oh, oh yeah, I, I I I just recently found out that my favorite. Which is Reptilicus?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I know that movie well. Yes, I, yes.
0: I couldn't believe it. I, I found out that that's at, that was actually a a, a Norwegian film. Yeah, and no, they, 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 in, they,
1: they shot it they, they, well, I think Denmark. I think, I think they shot in Copenhagen. Right. I'm pretty sure because a the producer, a guy named Sidney Pink had a deal he made several movies over there and um, and and apparently the dialogue the, the people learned it in phonetic English you right. couldn't understand it so <laughs> it was all dubbed and but, but the, the funny thing about reptilicus is i don't know if you ever saw it but when I was a kid I was at a flea market and looking through uh, paperback books and there was a obelization of reptilicus oh, and I'm like thir- me. and i'm I'm like 13. So I start reading it. I bought it for like a dime, you know. And I start reading it, and it's like this sex book. It's, really? It's got all these, <laughs> yeah, it's got all these erotic but It's it's the movie except that every
0: ten pages there's like this big sex scene. And wow. I was like, I couldn't believe. It. I was like, This is great. Well, you, you know, know this, and this is the designer in me. But I always thought that Reptilicus was a better looking monster than uh, Godzilla. I thought, well, it's, know. So it's kind of, it's kind of, well, it's kind of Ghidra
1: esque, I guess, it's just kind of a dragon. Uh, right. Kind right. Of kind it looks, of look. Yeah,
0: it looks like it's, um, I, I remember thinking, thinking that when I was growing up, thinking that Reptilicus kind of looked like, uh, like something that, yeah, like a medieval kind of thing.
1: And, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the other was kind of lumpy. I remember always thinking that he was lumpy compared to Reptilicus, right? <laughs> oh, Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But, but I actually, I, like, I, like the first th- I saw Destroy All Monsters when I was like six years old in the theater. Right. And it was like, I mean, it was like the greatest movie you ever saw, you know? So, so that was the one that really got me into it. And then uh, I saw Godzilla versus the Smog Monster not too too long after that I, and just loved that. It was just so, like, what the hell is this, you know, Kind of kind of feel. But um, but uh, but to sorry. me, Godzilla is always a guy in a suit. It, 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 for me, it doesn't work CGI.
0: Right, right, right. It doesn't work CGI at all. And and you know what the thing is is, uh, have you seen Shinsu Godzilla? No, yeah, no, that's that's the one that kind of was. I mean,
1: of all the ones that have come out, you know, right. fairly recently, uh, that's the one that at least had the spirit
0: kind of. I right, thought. right. It, to me, that one was more a, a true Godzilla film. Yeah, exactly exactly. And it's funny because it it, it kind of more mixed in just like the original spirit of the original films that were mixing in the horror of the time, which had to be which happened to be uh, nuclear, this one mixed in more more of the environment thing. Exactly. Exactly. I I thought it it was the first yeah, that that first movie, I
1: mean you you see the Japanese the uncut version, non Raymond Burr version. It, it's absolutely a parable oh, yeah. Uh, about yeah nuclear war and right absolutely
0: yeah. i i mean it goes it it goes with everything um so uh I, another little film that i wanted to talk to you about uh you may be, maybe you've heard of it uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 uh yes i i have heard
1: uh heard? I, i've heard that, uh, that some people that you may know worked on that movie
0: yes. uh, yeah a lot of people that i may know worked on it <laughs> I I always thought that that was funny that uh, that you and I you and I always kind of like looked alike. We were very kind of uh, schlubby.
1: Um, yeah, I would w- would have to agree with that. I mean, I mean in terms of I mean, I mean there, there are directors that are like impeccable right. style oh, right, uh, right. clothing, and then there are directors that are like, I'm here to do the work. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but here's the here's a funny thing that was great about this show is that whenever you and me and the DP were standing together and somebody would come up invariably, every time they'd go up to the DP, right? How many times did that happen? They'd come up to the DP and start talking to them like they were the director because the but DP. I
1: mean, I, I'm sure could go because Jim, Jim was a very, just, a very, the a very, was, uh, natty, natty dresser. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. A very
0: natty dresser. And the thing is, is if, if you ever saw pictures of the three of us together, it was it was like schlub schlub, and well that guy's obviously the director, right? <laughs> it happened all the time. I was like, wow, this is this is really weird. Hit. And I remember that we we got a director, um, uh, we got a, a, a DP whose name was Chuck. Uh, Who's the DP on um, *Night of the Scarecrow*? That was uh, uh, Tom Callaway. Tom Calloway. Right. Right. Tom Calloway. Tom Callaway looked like us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he'd be happy to hear that. But yeah, yeah you're, no, you're right. I know exactly what you're saying. You're right.
0: <laughs> but oh, do you remember working on do you remember when we were working on um, we were working out on the Scarecrow and you remember that? When we first got there, we were doing that uh, scout going down the road, and we pulled over in the van to to see what we could see when we were inside of the corn. And I can't remember because she's now like head of a uh, head of production, the 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 PM. Uh, all, all of a sudden, her throat closed up because she was allergic to corn, which was hal- oh okay it's
1: okay that was uh uh Kristen Carr. Christian Carr, uh, right? Kristen Clark. Yeah, she worked for it. She ended up doing stuff for DreamWorks, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it was funny, It was funny though. That 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 movie was probably the first time I was ever in a cornfield of that size, and and it's fascinating to be in the middle of that corn because it's like a forest of corn. You can't see anything. It's, 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 little, it's, it's amazing.
0: You remember because we were talking about we were talking about that, and we're talking about it in the van. And, and and everybody's talking about well, we're going to do these shots in the cornfield and shots in the cornfield, and I was the one that said, "Wait a minute," because I grew up around cornfields up uh, up in uh, Washington, and I and I said, "Guys, have you ever been in a cornfield before?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I'm, play the, play. I'm not kidding, seriously. The shots that we talked about before we went in the cornfield, and and almost killed her off. By the way, almost killed yeah. Kristen off. Uh, literally had to rush her to a to a hospital. The uh, the shots that we talked about before we went in the cornfield, and the ones that we talked about afterwards were completely different.
1: Yeah, but but you did a great job with the um, we, with making like a, a shootable cornfield within the cornfield. Yeah, you know, we did and it was. Because we could do dolly shots and stuff, and and we had
0: to replace the stalks periodically because they oh, turned yeah. brown. We, we, we but,
1: stocks but, uh,
0: yeah, stocks would steal. It's <laughs> steel reinforced stalks. The, <laughs> the, the funny thing, I,
1: the funny, one of the funny things about the corn that I remember on that movie is uh, there was a shot uh, of a bulldozer going through a cornfield, <laughs> and we and lost and the bulldozer. <laughs> so, so, uh, so what? What happened was. I'm, I'm, we did it several different versions, but the the last thing we did was like a POV of the, the over over the bulldozer's uh, right. carriage going through the cornfield. And so I'm on the bulldozer, Callaway's on the bulldozer. I don't know if you were, but, but maybe so. Anyway, so we start driving through the cornfield with this bulldozer, and and just the corn is just going down <laughs> in front of us, and it, it's hypnotic. It was hypnotic. Right. I was only supposed to, I was always supposed to go like. 200
0: feet, right. that's a the deal they made with a farmer. We, right. ended like half an we ended up going like half a mile. We ended up going like half a mile. You guys just run was... out. And, and, there, and the thing is, is there was something about, um, there was something about like one of you was supposed to actually say something about stopping, right? And, and yeah, the, no, just, you guys didn't know, and the driver. Right, don't no, oh, look
1: like anything because absolutely. if we'd had to shoot it in the studio zone, you would have you know planted oh, like we would have
0: been screwed. You
1: know, yeah, no, oh, yeah, totally, totally. Because no. we totally. we had to a rural look and you know an agricultural you know central California or wherever look.
0: We had a what we were we were filming like literally. If you'd ever turned any of the cameras around, you would have seen the back of a Walmart. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, oh, exactly. That which came in handy. It was the, the incredibly handy. The then the, the, I remember, you, 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 I don't know how many pallets we went through with uh, to keep the uh, the. Remnants of the building burning during yes. the last little <laughs> bit of the of that thing. You, 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 we burned, I don't know how many pallets, but you got them all from Walmart. Or- oh, Remember?
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Walmart saved my life so many times. It was incredible, like being right there with a. And the concept of a 24 hour store had hardly ever occurred to me. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, holy shit, this is great! You know, these guys are open twenty four hours a day, so you have no idea how often we were in there at three and
1: four in the morning. <laughs> so yeah, and and the town Hanford was incredibly supportive to us. I mean, they were they yeah, were really, they were really uh, nice. just really nice. I mean, I mean, and, and the, like the mayor was out there a whole bunch of times. Oh yeah, city council. It was it was just it
0: was just a really that part of the shoot was great. Our, our our office was literally the back room of a bar. <laughs>
1: I remember, there was one bar we used to go to. I forget the name of it, but yeah, that, that, they, they were incredibly supportive. Too. They were happy that like, the whole crew was there. Uh, but but it was, it was that, the Hanford shoot was a great. That was a really. I don't know how long it was because I think the whole shooting schedule on that was like twenty eight days. Yeah, well this. then we
0: didn't we sh- we spent the last four days I think uh, in the city of Vernon on some weird little. Well, we, some, should, we shot on a, you know,
1: like a. Um, where we shot like the, the tomb girl goat going under the the ground and um right, the tomb some and other stuff. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was that was in I wonder I thought it was like the Lacey Street Studios, but maybe not. Maybe maybe it was, no, it, maybe was, it, was in Vernon.
0: it was in some weird stage that was like little, literally, literally in that weird little city, Vernon. And that's yeah, the and they, had, the, and they had a
1: and they had a uh, like a police office kind of set up yeah, right. and yeah, like exactly. a standing
0: set. Yes. See, that was one thing that LA was was a special. This is something that you will find in LA that you that that you found in several versions of in LA that you just don't find anywhere anywhere else. Is you find a stage that has a setup like how many jail, uh, jail oh, yeah, police yeah, exactly, officer, right. jail police officer. We used to call it's the hospital, uh, a, like hospital a, a abandoned
1: hospital or something. Yeah, yeah,
0: bed, uh, a hospital, uh, and, and a courthouse. I mean, there was there. there yeah, were, yeah. Court yeah, room.
1: Exactly. So
0: those would be the standing sets that would be used constantly. Right. Exactly. And so so you were always uh, like going around uh, uh, trying to book one of those stages because it, it would be the. Uh, and it's funny. I, I began to notice after a while that if you were watching a show, you could tell which one. They were at because the jail would be the the same one and, and it would be the same everything all the way through and you go oh yeah well they're they're at Lacey Lacey Street was one of them yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly a lot, a lot of the TV stuff yeah it, yeah for yeah. It, a lot of the stuff but uh, but but that in the that was a that that was a for me a very good experience but after we finished shooting the editing of it was another good experience but it was. It was like your parents are divorced, and oh yeah, because <laughs> the, the, the the two producers who had a company split up, and they were they weren't talking to each other. So you had to go to one of them, show them a version of the movie, and they would say, "Well, what is, what is uh, what does Steve think about it?" Uh, well, I mean, you like the well, I don't like it. Uh, change this. Change that. <laughs> then you go to Steve. Well, what did Mary say about it? Uh, and so it was like trying to please. Your divorced mom your divorced dad, nice. you know, with, with the <laughs> and, was- and then and then the the financing company got new management, so we went through that with them. So it was, it ended up being a kind of an abandoned movie because yeah. uh, the it- the company that made it kind of had undergone a management change and were basically being absorbed by another company, and so really there was like no promotion. It just, it just kind of trailed out there and.
0: Yeah, just kind into of the, went. Into
1: the Yeah, I mean it just it, it, and nobody knew that movie. I mean it was just a
0: uh, yeah, TJ, an, uh, unknown it, movie. It's funny, TJ, right here. T- I said, well, yeah, no, we both did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three. We did we did Leatherface and and we did uh, Night of the Scarecrow. And he goes, Night of the Scarecrow. What what's that?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> no, it, it's yeah, it's. It, yeah. Just
1: like the rest of the country, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it disappeared. <laughs> it, it, but, but I was, I was very happy that uh, like three, or four years ago, maybe five years ago, um, Olive Films had licensed a lot of films from Republic Pictures, and they put it out on Blu-ray and DVD, and ah. let me do a commentary, and and uh, and I put some extra stuff on it. Oh, good. So, so, it's, so it's so it's out on Blu-ray and DVD finally after you know twenty years almost. <laughs> so cause that, cause that was shot. We shot. No, we shot it in um, September 1994. Well, I think the first day of shooting was Labor Day. I mean, I think I think it was. A, we shot a crowd scene or something. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So that was in '94, and we finished it in like February, January, February of '95, and it didn't come out until about a year after that. Yeah, on on, on VHS. So and everybody, the other thing, the title I always hated, and everybody it was Always clunky. confused it. Everybody always confused it with Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, 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 and I
1: remember, I remember the editor and I, the editor Bob Morawski, who since won an Academy Award. Uh, a great guy, wonderful guy, and very talented. He and I, we we came up with a list of every movie that had Scarecrow or Night in the title. <laughs> and and we, we presented it to the producer. you are like, look, look at all of these <laughs> movies. With these, with these this movie is going to be confused by everybody. It's a, you need a different title. No, no, it's not of the Scarecrow, not of the Scarecrow. Don't show that list to Republic. Don't show that list to
0: Republic. <laughs> you know, I am. So. Well, my name isn't even on it. Is it yeah, even on the IMDb? I can't find it at all. Oh, my name's no, but, on name, that. but your name, your name's on the movie, though. I mean, it's on the movie. It's it's actually on the the poster for it. But it's it's, yeah, not, yeah, it's and not and the poster was kind of the poster was kind of cool. I, I, I thought the artwork. Yeah, was pretty the, cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. No, but but it didn't wind up in the IMDb, which is the, seems to be the only thing that anybody looks at right now. I know. Well, funny about IMDb. I have never
1: ever contacted imdb put a credit on there anything
0: like, All I. these things show up who who the who the hell puts them on oh you see you know what you're see this is this is proof that you're the same age i am right because <laughs> i'm not kidding doesn't it just hit your mind uh i mean when this when imdb when i first saw imdb i my first thought was this is the same thing was who the hell does this I mean, why why do people do this <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: and, and 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 how do these people hey how do they know and b how do they uh, why, or, or I guess the better question would be why you know why? but, but it, it, uh, you know, but like like some movies that' I've, that i've had issues with the producers and ended up taking my name off of uh they show up too it's like well, I mean I mean if I took my name off it, then at least acknowledge that he took his name off it of, you know or something i mean well, so there, this, obviously there would have been problems or disagreements yeah, you see, but, uh,
0: but, but you and i are old enough to to have been involved in in the shows that that went on to imdb before it existed and so therefore not all that stuff is anywhere near being accurate i mean my stuff is just grossly inaccurate i I'm far enough along so that I really just don't give a crap one way or the other. That's, that's, that's ultimately
1: that's for me too. It's like I don't care. I mean, yeah, I don't, it just I mean, I mean, and here's the thing: the older I've gotten, the more work I've done. And this is just me. I, I if the movie said directed by you know Joe Blow, I don't care. You know why? Yeah. Because I know I know the work I did on it. Right. I know the, the what I've done on the on the movies I've done. And that's all that's all that that you can do. I mean, exactly. so, so, so yeah. the rest is if somebody else's name is on it. Uh, I mean, do I care? I mean, I mean, ultimately, I know the work I did on it, so I don't care.
0: So. Uh, uh, one thing I wanted to kind of ask about you, and I'm sure you get asked about this all the time, and, and I just wanted to uh, what the hell went on. At the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three,
1: uh, well, I can explain certain things. I mean, I mean, there's certain things I I'm still learning about. <laughs> I mean, the, the the bottom line, I guess you could say the bottom line. I mean, the producer, the line producer, Bob Engelman, and I didn't particularly get along. There wasn't, let's say, there wasn't any really good chemistry there. So he was, I and mean, from day one. Was not a fan of mine. For, well, why? I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. Um, and and the other the other thing I was kind of operating under was that I thought New Line wanted to hire me, and that's really not necessarily the case. Uh, basically, there they, there was a gun to their head, meaning they had a release date set for the movie. And they'd had another director involved. Now, did you ever work with Jonathan Betchel?
0: Jonathan Betchell. Now, Jonathan Batchel, Uh I was- Because you, you, were, you were basically on the movie, um, you know,
1: probably a month, a month or two before I was.
0: Yeah, I was. I, I was because the, the thing, because, well, my point of view was this. I couldn't figure out why everybody was fiddle faddling around when we had a film that had to be done, and and it already had a release date, which is but but that's a very Bob Shea thing, yeah. You know? Oh no, sure, sure. But Bob Bob Shay Bob Shay goes in and, and just gets a release date. Uh, he just doesn't really care, you know how close that is to to, to, to reality, right, right. right? And and so. In the case of that, we had a lot of work to do, and uh, and I and I said, No, we got to start." <laughs> so now, now with with Jonathan, when he was on when he was Did, on the movie. Now, jo- now Jonathan worked on Jonathan worked on uh, some of the um, uh, fr- uh, the uh, uh, Nightmare on now, the he- Street TV series, right? He may have, but I, I know he. And
1: in, in earlier, he'd done Alienation, uh, the TV version of that.
0: Oh right. But, okay. but
1: anyway, but but he was. The first meeting I had on Leatherface was probably in March right. of '89, and I had an interview. I told him what I would do with it, and that was it. So so I didn't didn't get the job. So I'm finishing up Stepfather Two, blah blah blah, and then months later in june late june uh i get a phone call from my agent saying hey new line uh wants to see you right away because they they, i think they want you to direct leatherface because they had some issue uh with the other director and Mm -hmm. so that so i got hired officially hired like the end of june early july and we started shooting july 19th or something you know yeah
0: yeah i mean i I remember you walking in and and we were like literally just finishing up sets, or or, or yeah, so sets. You, you were you were you were finishing up the house we and built the gas everything. Station. Yeah, we
1: were we yeah. built everything. <laughs> so so, so and, and and I was sitting there going, okay, well, uh, let, you know, can we shoot this in Texas? Uh, 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 no, uh, you are you're shooting it here in California because <laughs> the sets are built. So so did Jonathan? Do you remember anything about him in terms of did he? ever fight for shooting it in texas or did he uh, Oh, or was it was his idea to shoot in la or that was that uh it had to be shot in la for just because new line wanted to yeah to, yeah, to not have that hassle
0: new line new line you know the thing is is this bob Shay at that at that point i know for a fact that bob Shay didn't want <laughs> he kind of said that oh uh, you know he didn't want to go to po, po Nung, Texas. He he didn't want to go. I mean, okay, okay. <laughs> see, you have to understand. You know, uh, it's it, it 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 kind of reminds me of of like you know I, I got on this the Hercules TV show. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For Hercules, and and of all the places that you would think that you would film Hercules, right? We wound up in New Zealand filming it, right? which was kind right, of a brain, no it kind of a brain twister but then i realized that um, robert tap rob Tappert's favorite fishing hole was <laughs> right in, was was right in between the two islands right and and then and then i go well and the thing is is i have certainly heard some dumb reasons to go to like certain locations right but i i really you know <laughs> that was pretty absurd and 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 I but, know that it, Bob it, it, just didn't want to leave town.
1: Okay, that that make that makes sense. That answers that question for me because because I, I just didn't know. I mean, I knew at the time when I got hired finally that yeah, we could, there's no way you could shoot in Texas, but because everything was done, You're right, uh, or most of it was done. Uh, but anyway, but so so Jonathan, I don't know why he had to. I've heard different stories about why he left. Right, um, but I don't know the real story about that. But that's that's how I, I came in well, very late in the game.
0: Well, the thing is, though, <laughs> see, here's the thing. I mean, I was there in the middle of all that, and and I'll tell you the honest truth. I don't remember Jonathan is ever having been hired. I mean, actually hired. I mean, I mean,
1: well, it, it maybe, maybe he wasn't hired, but they. I don't think he, he was. was but he was doing prep for a long time. I mean, I don't know if he got around to catching it cuz why would you wait that long, you know? Oh, yeah. Well,
0: well, hold on, you know, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street 4, you know, Bob, yeah, no, yeah, right? Nightmare on right. Elm Street 4, Reading Harlan hired like 5 weeks before uh before uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 uh was being filmed, uh, yeah, yeah, huge but by show. Five weeks and two weeks. That's a and that's a yeah big, but, right, but that's right. a movie uh, at least.
1: That's a movie at least you could throw money at a problem to some degree. Right, right. are where, no, where out. Where, where Leatherface wasn't that movie. I mean, you know, I I, I, I,
0: I honestly didn't. I honestly don't think that they ever hired Betchel. I don't. I don't okay, because well, what I heard
1: was he couldn't do the movie at the end of the day because he had a. A contract with Fox to do that's more episodes heard. of Alien Nation you know or that's, whatever that's, show it was
0: see that's what I had heard I, I had heard that he was just never signed on you know I don't think that he was prepping uh, if, if it's like so when, so when, bu- when you were building those sets
1: who, who was who was you know it was just you or was it what, what, was somebody guiding you in the sense of oh it should be this it should be that it's no, just me <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no. Cause they look great. I mean, I mean, was, the gas station in particular was it was awesome. It was, just, well, in which we could have shot longer there. But I mean, um, the, I mean, and Mike DeLuca was around, I'm sure. Right.
0: You see, to, that to, to that's appreciate. the thing is 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 Mike DeLuca, uh, and Mike DeLuca and me and Bob, and, and the thing is is everybody. Kind of, yeah. You know, Mike was young, you know, and and oh, sure,
1: and, and that was, it. and this was his kind of Leatherface was kind of his first, right. um More a Mike DeLuca project than a Bob Shea or a Sarah Richard right. project. And, and to be
0: honest about it, uh <laughs> to be honest about it, the only thing that everybody knew is that there's just no way Bob was going to let it go to Texas because Bob didn't want to go to Texas. Oh, I mean, that's just too I mean, funny. That and, and funny. I don't mean. I don't mean it's not that you didn't want to put the crew in Texas. He didn't want to go to no, Texas. No, he didn't want to go. No, I got you, I got you. You got, yeah, it. Yeah. You got it. See, it's a big yeah. difference. You know, it's 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 like Bob has to, like, walk, go out and walk around the films and stuff like that. And so, you know, Bob film I mean, Curtis, too, wound up being filmed in in around L.A. You know, all, all yeah. these, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like. I was around the company long enough to know how that battle was going to go.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, so, so uh, for me, the, the problem was, I mean, again, but it didn't get along with, I, th- I thought Dingleman was just the wrong choice for a line producer for this kind of movie. And he, cause he was thinking of, okay, the last movie we did, I AD for Herbert Ross, you know, and it's, it's yeah, like, it's just, <laughs> I mean, you know, Boy, he it's, used it's, that it's,
0: line for a lot. He used that yeah. line a lot. This isn't, this isn't
1: Steve Magnolias. This isn't, uh, you know, the secret of my success. This is, this is fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I, 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 so, um, I agree. And the other thing that happened, you may not be aware of or remember, but this is, this is a true thing, too. And I just learned the reason recently, and it just broke my heart. I hired another, I'd hired a cameraman called Fernando Arguelles. Right. And we actually scouted, and he worked on it for maybe it was a, again like a two and a half week pre-production.
0: Yeah,
1: and for for me, and he worked maybe four days of it, and then he abruptly dropped out. And wow. it's like, oh, you, you can't. Here's the I, for all these years, I go, whoa. Why, why? I mean, why did did he think it would be too hard a movie to do? Did he think yeah. I was too, you know, demanding about certain thing, whatever? For the longest time, I didn't fit in on Facebook. He he uh, messaged me. And he told me the whole story, and it was basically an immigration thing. He, oh, my God. A, yeah. friend of his, a friend of his told him, if you take this job, they're going to deport you because you don't have the right paperwork. And and it turns out it wasn't even true, but that's oh why he God. dropped out. So oh anyway, God. so he had to scramble for another DP, and it was a mutual thing. Well, I mean, Bob Shea had to approve it. And I had to approve it, and so so we ended up with Jim Carter, who was who was, he was incredibly talented, and he is incredibly talented, and yeah. and a and a not real nice guy, a good guy, but he was a little too. I mean, I mean, looking back on it, uh, we needed at least, in my estimation, anyway, you we needed a running gun.
0: You needed a running gun guy.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> See, yeah. You know, I always said I always thought about that because. uh, uh you needed. I always thought that that film needed somebody who would just grab the camera.
1: No, exactly, and that, because, and that's how I because, like to work in in many ways. And, and because you know, so, look, look,
0: look at Chainsaw Massacre One. You know, the first yeah, one. Well,
1: see, well, the other way. The other thing is you can't doing doing Leatherface in a corporate structure, and the new line was a oh, corporation, yeah, no doubt. You can't. You couldn't do what they did with a SAG movie and, and a, and a, a quote-unquote real professional crew like right. they did the first Chainsaw. Right. It, it's right. just impossible.
0: Right. But, you know. So, hey, so you anyway, so, so, but, but, I tried but, uh, but my I best did, for you, man.
1: <laughs> no, I did. I did my best too. And, and, but anyway, so, so Engelman uh, you know, I ended up, it was a six-week shoot, five-day weeks. So a 30-day shoot. And um, the end of the 25th day, the Englishman comes up to me and goes, you've been, you've been almost going over budget the whole time and it's over schedule. If We weren't over budget or over schedule, but he goes, you've almost done it. And next week is really tough. I need to see uh, your shot list for the whole week. And, I want, and you won't be able to deviate from it. I go, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> he goes, I need to see every shot you're doing and I'll have to sign off on it. And I'm going, that's bullshit. I, I, this is the end of the fifth week, going into the sixth week. If you don't know how I'm shooting this movie right yeah, now, by now I, you, can't help, yeah. I can't help you. I can't help you. And I was really pissed off. you know. And so we. this was like at the end of the week. And so it would be like a Saturday morning because we we're shooting nights. Right. And so okay. he goes, okay, okay, if you're gonna, okay, you won't do that? Then you're fired. You're fired. So I walked back to my car and drive home that day thinking I'm fired. It's like, oh, you know, it's like a lot of thoughts going to go through your head. And so that Saturday, I I think I'm fired. And then Sunday afternoon, I get a phone call from Bob Bigelman saying, okay, you're hired. Be on the set, uh, (laughs) you know, at four in the afternoon on Monday. And and that was it. like, I mean, just, so what I think happened there I think they tried to get somebody else that they I, I think that Michael knew canoe or whatever knew the Oh the, hey, editor. He, the editor. The guy? editor. I think they tried oh. to get him
0: and oh, he was unavailable directed.
1: or whatever. Oh the only reason I say that is he ended up directing the very end of the movie.
0: Oh which, yeah. which
1: was a I uh, it was a reshoot. A reshoot that made absolutely no sense.
0: Yeah, that's that was that that reshoot. You know what? I I was there on that reshoot, and I'm not 100 percent sure that. I mean, some of it was used in the end, but.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there was a, a little sequence that was uh, that was that. that yeah, no, sure, I was you know, there.
0: I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, look. Uh, yeah, but it, made, uh, it, but it
1: made no sense. I mean, stories and what ha- what had happened at the interim. Was that um, what? When it really went bad, meaning to, to Bob Shay and everything, was we had a test screening in Burbank, like in September. Yeah, no, be, you know, maybe late August. And um the test screening went. It got, it got it got good numbers. It got like, for example, it got better numbers than Nightmare Five, whatever. Not, I mean, you know, it was like it was solid for a horror movie, right? Right, and. And we all had like a roundtable discussion after the screen. And right. Rolf, Mitt, Rolf Midwig, who was head of foreign, started screaming. And he goes, why did you make this movie? Why did you make this movie? Bob, well, I can't release this movie in any country. It's going to be censored. It's going to be banned. It's going to be banned in every country. In every country. I cannot sell this movie. So Shea freaked out. And, and, and then a later, I find, later I find out that I didn't know at the time that that the, the previous two Chainsaw massacres had been banned in England and the UK and yeah, several right, other yeah. territories. So you know, anyway. Yeah. So the I, next day, Bob Bob Shea comes in the editing room, and and it was it was just so painful. He goes, "We start running the movie," and he goes, "Stop, that goes, get rid of it. Oh, stop, that goes, get rid of it. Stop." That goes get rid, and it was like a two-hour session. Oh and at the God. end of that session, that the end of that session, the movie was was almost emasculated. Then, okay, oh. this was before the before, before the, the MPAA M-G-A-A. Yeah, yeah, right. this was before the MPAA So then the MPA thing happened, and that went through eleven or twelve things. So that's that's kind of where it all went, you know, you know south or whatever. The, the, and the, they the, they missed it. we missed the release date.
0: Yeah, because November it was the, because it was down at the MPAA still. Yep, exactly. right. You know, I remember that. That the thing is is one of the things that kind of kind of the blessing and the curse kind of thing is that it became notorious before before it even got to the MPAA, right? Sure. Yeah. There well, was yeah, a, I mean, it's, it's in a lot right. of ways. Right. And and the thing is is they started the notoriety <laughs> Because they were bringing you on, right? And, and the thing is, it, it was it was kind of like a, a the the land of unintentional consequences.
1: <laughs> but I mean, I mean, yeah, it was bizarre, and and and. But anyway, so the the movie, you know, finally got finished, and, and it came out in January with no promotion, no nothing, and yeah. you know, and it it did, it you know did nothing really.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: Well, but it, but in the meantime, it's 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 becoming. Mean, it, re- it did really well on video. Then it had several video releases, and uh, then DVD. And so so now it's like a the funny thing about it is it's much it's considered much better now than it did than it was. It, then.
0: That's that's absolutely true. Now we're heroes. <laughs>
1: well, uh, we're heroes. <laughs> we're not pariahs at least. Yeah, you know? at
0: least that.
1: <laughs> and and the other thing I, I feel. About we, we didn't kill the franchise; it continued uh, yeah. on. So you know, yeah. So, you uh,
0: well, and and if you've seen like uh, the the modern recent Leatherface, um, which I think well,
1: just, no, no, that, that's, that, that's when you know you've been in the business a while. Yeah. When when another movie comes out with the same title as yours thirty years earlier, you know, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. That's, that's, that's what it takes to make you really feel old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not looking in the mirror. Yeah, uh, that, the mirror. You know? yeah that's right. <laughs> well, um, let's see what, let me look because, uh, uh, TJ actually usually, uh, texts me and, uh, oh, set, I texted uh, you with the. We got to get done. Right. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 mean, I, I could talk for another five hours about <laughs> <yeah. laughs> shit. You well, You know, you know what? Uh, we need to. Uh, I want re- to go over some of your stuff, and uh, you, a- a, you and I need to get together. No, no, uh, for sure. Here's
1: the thing. I'm I am in uh, right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is about two, two a little over two hours from Nashville. So, right, as, right. I mean, that's I mean, I can come to you. We can meet halfway. We can meet at Bonnaroo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well you know what what we ought to do is see if we can get a a a, a con that's close and the two of us uh, meet there. Panel. No, I think mean, that's true. But no, because that's I was going to hang out and have have coffee with you. I mean that's yeah, but, oh, no. but I'm, I'm doing oh, that too.
1: That too. Check, well, check check into check into Texas Frightmare. Okay. Uh, I know. it's it's a big, big thing,
0: supposedly. Okay.
1: Yeah, and that, yeah. that's May, May first, second, and third.
0: I'll and get it, my it,
1: get your get your people on that. It's it's in Dallas. Okay, and uh, and, they're, and they're they're doing a Leatherface uh, kind of reunion thing.
0: Oh, that'd be cool. Okay, Texas Nightmare. Uh, I will yep. do that. But uh, if you got, it, I, I've got some uh, films that I'm working on putting together as a producer and beautiful, uh, beautiful. I'd like we, to. We need
1: we need your talent. We need your talent out there, man. It's not... <laughs> well, you're. Oh, no, let me let me let me end let me end with a very quick story. Okay. About your gas station set.
0: Oh my god! I, I am I
1: am I am there at the gas station. This is before shooting, and nobody else is there. And so I'm like you know thinking about angles and this and that. Nobody else is there. Everybody's just left. You know kind of thing. A car pulls up. Who gets out? But Michael Berryman, the star of The Hills Have Eyes and oh, countless yeah. oh, the long face, and, the, yeah. And he, yes, and he comes to me and he goes, what is this? I said, there's this gas thing. It's just it was just built. It wasn't here like uh, two weeks ago. So I have a cabin up here, and I come up here. It's like, so when is it? When is it open? I go, oh no, this is, <laughs> this, this, is oh, this is this is for a movie. It's just a set. It's just a set. I work in movies, and I recognize, of course, I've worked in movies. This looks great. And he kind of like looked at everything and walked in and <laughs> looked at everything, and it just was amazed at how great it looked. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so you, 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 you
0: fooled Pluto I from fooled the Hill, of I Pluto. On. I did. <laughs> that... that. Hey, th- you don't mind if I put that in my story canon right? <laughs> <laughs> it it's just I just truth. I just stole a story from you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my friend. Uh,
1: okay, all right, man. Will... So great to talk to you. So great to talk to both of you. And uh, thanks for for the uh,
0: thanks for the hour of conversation, man. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks, buddy. We'll get together this year. Okay, yeah, man. For sure. For okay. sure.
2: that judge said, if you come back around I'm going out like Judge Dredd, what was in your head when you made those choices I can only hope that you were played by voices, and you made the decision not to listen to the one that was on your side when you started to slide when mama brought you back home she was broken down to the bone cause you had been gone so long but now a baby boy is back in the house you can see all the smile from her mouth I ain't never seen him this happy then all of a sudden you disappeared again and she's crumbling down, the smile is going from a gen and she doesn't know where and I don't even care cause you broke mama's heart twice and it ain't even nice now I'm surprised as heck that she's wondering where you went and I don't give a damn friend I don't even care you've done your time and you come back out that doorway you will not find I've seen what horrified the strongest. When I left the home I haven't been to in the longest, led a life by the sword, forced to fall upon it. The kites flew, there was nobody left to correspond with. Familiar faces either passed on a flip. So there wasn't much left for me to do except dip. Too many years lost off the lines of a snitch. So it was either do a bit or end up lying in the ditch now. Left to walk across the land is a mystery Every new town reinvent a new history I turn my back on my past just to get to see a new day Reframe my identity to get to sleep at night Man, I need about a fifth at least The dirty deeds that I did just to get to eat Melancholy and emptiness The unseen consequence of the conditions of release We found a man the other day Hanging from the ceiling His setting was almost out in it.